are you ready for the very first episode of Renew the Mind, Transform Your Life from Messenger Ministries here. So this one is transfigured and transformed. I was so excited to discover that the Greek word from whence we get metamorphosis, you know that word where we understand the egg into the tadpole, into the frog, the egg into the caterpillar, into the chrysalis, into the butterfly, metamorphosis. The Greek word for metamorphosis is used only four times in the New Testament. Two are translated as transfiguration in mirror accounts in the Synoptic Gospels of Matthew and Mark, that is Matthew 17 and Mark 9. In these passages, Jesus is transformed or transfigured, taking on a different form and appearance. Then in Romans 12 and 2 Corinthians 3, we learn about the transformation potential of revelation knowledge, where the word is usually translated as transform transform and transfigure metamorphosis. Let's read three of these passages in full. I'm reading from the World English Bible, which is copyright free. Mark 9 verses 1 to 9 to start us off. He said to them, that's Jesus, most certainly I tell you there are some standing here who will in no way taste death until they see God's kingdom come with power. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James and John and brought them up onto a high mountain privately by themselves. And he was changed into another form in front of them. His clothing became glistening, exceedingly white, like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. Elijah and Moses appeared to them and they were talking with Jesus. Peter answered Jesus, Rabbi, it's good for us to be here. Let's make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. For he didn't know what to say, for they were very afraid. A cloud came overshadowing them, and a voice came out of the cloud, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly looking around, they saw no one with them anymore except Jesus only. As they were coming down from the mountain, he commanded them that they should tell no one what things they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. They kept this saying to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead meant. That's the end of that quote. Here, Jesus was changed into another form. This is very similar to the road to Emmaus where the two disciples didn't recognise him at first until he was revealed to them in the blessing and then breaking of the bread. Jesus appeared differently. Let's have a listen to Romans 12 verses 1 to 2. Therefore I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is the good, well-pleasing and perfect will of God. End quote. What an amazing scripture. That's actually my calling scripture. Romans 12 verse 2, which says, Don't be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed any longer to this world. Say, so stop now, today. But be transformed. Be metamorphosed. Be transfigured by the renewing of your mind. Take on a new pattern of thinking so that you may prove what is the good, 
well-pleasing and perfect will of God. But it's taken me about 43 years to realize that there's verse 1. And verse 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. I realize today, the 1st of March 2020, that there are no more sacrifices, no more meat sacrifices on the altar. You, my brothers and sisters, are the meat. Your life is to live sacrificially for Jesus. And as you take on being transformed from glory to glory by the revelation from the scriptures, as the Holy Spirit opens them to you, then you will live a life of sacrificial service, which is holy and pleasing to God. Here, the vehicle of transformation is the renewing of the mind. The scriptures of what I call the upside-down kingdom, rewriting our mental programming to do with what is good and pure and acceptable. Jesus said, if you're a friend of the world, you are the enemy of God. We can no longer, from this day, we can no longer think like the world thinks. We can no longer communicate like the world communicates. We can no longer feel like the world feels. We must be transfigured, transformed, metamorphosed. 2 Corinthians 3, 16 to 18 says, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, seeing the glory of the Lord as in a mirror, are transformed, transfigured, metamorphosed into the same image from glory to glory, even as from the Lord, the Spirit. End quote. I'm so moved by the vision of the veil being torn from top to bottom, from heaven to earth at the crucifixion, the way being made accessible to the holy of holies. Jesus, our great high priest, pouring out his blood that speaks better than the blood of Abel. Holy, blameless, free from accusation. Jesus is so amazing and so awesome. And by sending the Holy Spirit as the guarantee of our inheritance, the veil is taken away, our eyes are opened, and we begin to see Jesus revealed in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. As we look deeply into the mirror of the Word, we see Jesus as the image of the Father. Philip said, show us the Father, and that would be enough for us. And Jesus said, have I been with you so long, Philip, that you've not recognised me yet? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. As we look upon Jesus in the Scriptures, we are progressively changed, transformed, transfigured into the same image from glory to glory. We know that a disciple, when he is fully trained, becomes like his teacher. We are transformed from glory to glory by the Holy Spirit as our paradigms are improved, upgraded, transformed, transfigured, metamorphosed. Shine, Jesus, shine.